the clock is ticking right now when it comes for uh, the Port of Vancouver folks, that labor dispute that is right now on the clock. And there's a number of things that get affected when a port closes, even if it's just temporarily. Everything from the economic impact, job loss, the logistics are just all over the place, and even environmental concerns. But let's get into it from an automotive perspective. Uh, Brian Kingston, president and CEO of the Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association, kind enough to join me this afternoon. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. And you know what? I love working in news because it gives me a sobering reminder that even though I go home and I get to close the door and take a deep breath, there's a lot of people this weekend that are going to be burning the midnight oil trying to find solutions and maybe not enjoying this weekend as much as me. Let's talk about this port situation and some of the challenges that could be on your doorstep in a couple of hours. Absolutely. Yeah, we're deeply concerned about what's going on with respect to the port. And it has significant implications for the automotive industry, which is still recovering from production shutdowns and other challenges related to the pandemic. We've yet to return to pre-COVID North American automotive production levels. And something like a work stoppage at this port would have a significant negative impact. I want to talk about reputation. I think this is something that sometimes doesn't make it to the forefront of conversation. But, you know, we have a pretty good reputation abroad for what we're able to deliver. But all of a sudden you think of COVID and all the struggles that we came through with that. And now a work stoppage. I mean, this is something that really we can't have happening right now. No, we can't. And, and the, the Canadian government has been very aggressive in trying to win new investment into the auto industry in particular. And we've had some great success. We've seen over $20 billion in job creating investment coming into Canada as the industry transforms to electrification. So this is good, exciting news. But on the other hand, we've had all of these issues with the supply chain. First, of course, the global pandemic, which is obviously out of the control of of any one person. But then we had the Ambassador Bridge blockade. We had a labor stoppage at the Port of Montreal. When you start to add all of this up, I worry that Canada is getting a reputation as a place that's hard to build and move things from. And so we're really hopeful that we will get to a resolution before tomorrow morning. In the event that you don't, and I'm going to be the guy with the glass half empty here just for this question, how much pressure needs to be put on the federal government to try and get this done? They need to do everything possible over the next few hours to to make sure the parties are at the table, that they're engaging, making sure that the pressure is there to get to an agreement, because this port is simply too important. It's not just important for for automotive. It is a massively important port for the Canadian economy writ large. And, you know, it's really important to note, too, that Canada is a trading nation. That is what ultimately generates our wealth. We're a huge exporting nation. And that depends on trade infrastructure like the Port of Vancouver. So uh, the, the stakes couldn't be higher right now. Let's try to put some uh, a face to this or a little perspective. I mean, we're talking about the port right now, but you represent the Canadian vehicle manufacturers. There's a lot of people here that have jobs, a lot of people that are relying on this port to be open so that they can keep business moving. How does this specifically affect your members? Well, the automotive industry is world-class when it comes to operating an ultra-efficient supply chain. Vehicles are assembled with parts delivered just in time, and in Canada, Our industry employs hundreds of thousands of Canadians in direct automotive assembly. But when you have a disruption to trade infrastructure, like what could occur at the Port of Vancouver, suddenly those shipments aren't arriving on time, which means production slowdowns. 
that has an immediate impact on the ability to build vehicles and ultimately the people that are employed by this industry. And it's not as though you can just ship somewhere else. We've had other issues on West Coast ports in the United States. There's huge challenges with broad transportation infrastructure across North America. So any issue like this has an immediate impact on ultimately people who work in this industry. Brian, are you on the radio because you're just trying to push this across the finish line? Or are you generally concerned at this point? We are deeply concerned. Um, I know, you know, every negotiation goes through these these phases where there's intense pressure, but the clock is ticking. We're getting very close to uh, the, the potential for a strike, and, and we just can't have this happen at this critical time for the Canadian economy. I appreciate you stopping by and having this conversation. We're going to pick it up on the other side and get the listeners' perspectives on it all. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of parties here. It's not just the port. There's a lot of people, including the Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association, that are looking in on this. So, uh, Brian, thank you for your contribution today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.